Check out We Are Calvin football podcast in association with McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Real food, real people. Try Super Value's own range in store today. Quality products at one third the price of branded labels. McAvoy Super Value, Virginia. Supporting local. Everyone's talking about Luna Bar. Cavan's most vibrant new venue. With our big screen TVs, live music every weekend and free function room, we cater for everyone. Luna Bar, Main Street Cavan, the newest hotspot in town. We are Cavan Podcast, because Cavan's not just a place, it's a people. Good afternoon ladies and gentlemen and welcome to the second edition of this week's We Are Cavan GA Podcast brought to you by McAvoy Supervalue in Virginia. On the show we're going to be looking ahead to the Hotel Kilmore Senior Championship Final between Castleran and Cavan Gales. As always I'm joined by the sports editor from the anglo Celt, the only man who knows everything that goes on in GA around Cavan. I know most about football, but you know the handball, the hurling. You've got the advantage on me. Oh, now, yeah, Paul. some hurler. But I suppose before we go on to that, Paul, it, it would be remiss of us not. I know in the Celt you resisted the, the temptation to uh, to big yourself up, but um, you play in an All-Ireland final tomorrow in the handball. You're, yourself and Cormac McMahon representing Cavan. So it would be foolish of us not to mention the We Are Cavan uh, podcast here. Delighted for you. How are you prepared? Oh, good. Yeah, not too bad. Uh, fingers crossed. We're playing Gala in the All-Ireland Junior Doubles final uh, tomorrow in Roscommon. And it's preceded by the over 70s All-Ireland final with, with Greg Shorten and Patsy Hand. And they're playing Gala as well. So uh, we're, we're, we've an awful lot of training done training for a few months we had a good win in the Ulster final and we had a good win against Tipperary in the semi-final so fingers crossed fingers crossed there's a, there's a Celtic cross or four of them coming to, to Cavan on Saturday afternoon Saturday evening uh, hopefully hopefully yeah. it's, it's a great achievement either way and, and congratulations best of luck to, to all four and uh, and hopefully we'll be talking to All-Ireland winners next week on the show but we are going to talk about the Senior Championship final this Sunday and it's it's one Obviously, everywhere I go and everywhere you go, people talk football to us. But it's one that seems to be dividing people up. The the previous few finals, people had their their strong enough favourites going into it. But I I think the closer it gets to it, the less confident people are of of who's actually going to win this one. It, it's a very intriguing final because you know on the bare form that's in the form book, shall we say, it's very, almost impossible to see Cavan Gales getting beaten because they've, they've won coming into the the Coothill game they had won their 13 games in league and championship this year by an average of 8.5 points which is an incredible incredible run they steamrolled everyone um, then they, then they it was more or less a dead rubber but they drew a Coothill in the last league game and then they were 7 or 8 points up early early on against Crushalaw ended up hanging on and finished strong in fairness to them asked a big question and they showed that they had the answer for it and then they, but, uh, normal order was restored in the semi-final the slaughtered King score should have won by a lot more in that game I thought so, on the on the bare form of it, you would have to say that the Gales are brilliant and they're they're, they're unstoppable almost. But the question is, uh, what's the feel like this year? You know, and we we've talked about it at length. Um, but but briefly, if you look at the likes of Lacken, who won the league last year, they were in a relegation playoff. Balinia, who are always at the business end in the last five or six years, 
they, they only stayed up in the in the division in extra time. Uh, Garner in the semi final last year, relegation playoff. Um, Kings Court. Kings Court went way back this year, and I had I tipped them to win the championship before you a ball was kicked. Yeah. yeah, and they went they went way back this year. You couldn't. They were they looked like a tired team this year. Um, Rammer definitely did, weren't the team they were last year. So. You know, you can make an argument that an awful lot of teams, or most of the top teams in it from last year, w- went back this year, bar the Gales who came forward. So when it's difficult to evaluate the Gales' form. Definitely, they're much better than they were last year. Um, when you draw a comparison with Casarahan and Mayo, it's interesting because they've both been there. Their run, their modern run, started in 2011. They've both lost a few finals, mm-hmm. uh, drawn finals, lost them by a point. So. You know, if if Mayo had played anyone bar Dublin, who are absolutely brilliant, Mayo would have won the All Ireland this year. Like they would have probably were, were good enough this year in the final to to win any All Ireland final of the last ten ten years, probably or more. Like it was the highest losing total I think since the seventies, the one sixteen I think they scored. So, um, are Castlerigh going to be in the same position? They turn in a massive performance and they lose to this un, un, all conquering force that's Cavan Gales. I don't think the Gales are that this year, but they could prove me wrong on Sunday. But but there, there's a question mark over over what they have beaten. So I, I would be a little uneasy if I was in the, in the blue corner going into this game based on on what the Gales have done. Now they can only beat what's put in front of them, and they have done it impressively. Um, whereas Castrahan, it's been a bit of a slow burner. Um, I think Castrahan haven't played brilliantly really in any game against Goodhill in the quarterfinal. They were sort of asked the question. They were a point down at half time, I think. Uh, or maybe a point up, but it was very close. Up in the in the last group stage. Sorry, yeah, the quarterfinal. Yeah, up in Lavi. So uh, they were asked a big question that day, and they, they sort of uh, turned on the burners. They went four or five points up, and then they just eased over over the line. So um, Castrahan haven't hit form yet. So you could make the case that there's improvement in them. Cavan Gales, you know, are have they are they going to peak on Sunday? Like if they peak on Sunday. Well then, that's one hell of a performance because they've been operating at such a high level all season. So you'd wonder who has time to run better. Was there was there not a dip in the Coothill game? I know you've made the argument that that wasn't, but even the Crush Law game, or was it as maybe some are are saying that it's just Cavan Gales outside of Breffney? I I don't personally buy into that one because Cavan Gales have won every league game, which is half of them have been outside of Terry Coyle. Yeah. You know, so outside of home ground, outside of home advantage, they're still winning those games. They were so very impressive against Arva in, in when they played them in Balinya as well back in the Championship group stage. So yeah, so yeah, maybe the conditions were leveler that day. Like it was by all accounts that that game was touch and go whether it should have even been played given yeah. the, the conditions on the foot that that day. But I, I'm sort of playing devil's advocate here as well. Like like I don't mean to to run down the gates. So like they're they're by no means you are. You said they're the most improved team in the in the championship over. From Absolutely, and they can only beat what's in front of them. Now. I tipped Castlerahan in the paper to win by a point, and I I made the point. Oh, <laughs> I made the point in the preview that I t- that I had tipped the Gales in so many finals. Like I, I'm ten years working in the Celt, and or it's nine years, and this is my ten tenth county final to preview. And I every time the Gales got to the county final, I tipped them. So it's certainly it's certainly not a thing that I, that I have a habit of tipping against the Gales. I just have a feeling they might be Castlerahan's year. And what I'm going to base it on, and I have notes in front of me for my piece this week. So forgive me if I read out a wee bit. But what I think it's going to come down to is goals. Who gets them? And particularly if Cavan Gales get them. This uh, actually is a brilliant piece you wrote in the Celt this week. But th- these are maybe just highlights from it. Uh, well, what what caught my eye was the semi-final. It was so obvious in the first half that the, all the Gales wanted was goals against Kingsford. Like they spawned four or five 
point scoring opportunities playing against the wind when you think they would have been taking their points because yeah. they wanted goals and they knew there was goals in them and goals would, would break Kingscourt and they did so in in that game uh, they got a goal in the first half now the latest they have scored a goal in any championship game this season is the 15th minute so they got they got the early goal in the second half they came out 30 seconds bang Paul O'Connor scored a brilliant goal it was it was game over so if you just run through the, the games they've played in this championship against Lacken Paul O'Connor got a goal after 10 minutes what a head start bang they won the game against Arva the first two sco- two scores they got before they even got a point was two goals from, from Mickey Ling and Kevin Brady against Rammer tight enough early on eight minutes in Paul Graham gets a goal in the quarter final and this is this is even more revealing I think in the quarter final they got off to a slow start and Crushlaw kicked five wides in the first quarter Kevin Meehan then at the end of the first quarter 15 minutes Kevin Meehan gets a, gets a great goal for the Gales suddenly the Gales are energised and they fire over four points in five or six minutes and they built up a lead. And I won't say it was game over, but there were seven or eight points up. In the semi-final, O'Connor's goal after 14 minutes, and again 30 seconds in the second half, which, with the win then, was was a new game. Same thing. The, now, this is the really interesting thing. There's, the, the only match they haven't won all year was the draw game against Goodhill in the group stage that we talked about. They didn't get a goal that day. The only other match that the, that they didn't get a goal in was what? Cass ran in the league. Cass ran in the league. Only because I read the article. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's very interesting because that suggests that Cass ran, uh, know how to stop Gales goals. Well, they, yeah, and they, they did look like they beat Cass ran 16 points to 10 that even. But coming into that game, the Gales were in the in the league, they were routinely hitting lots of goals. Like they got three goals against Rammer, five against Baltorwood, four against Goodhill, four against Arva. They were an absolute goal machine in the league. And coming into that Gales game, Cass ran had conceded a lot of goals. They conceded 10 goals in their six league games coming into that game, but they got it right against the Gales. So you know, the question has to be asked: Can Castran keep the Gales out in the cha- in the championship final? Castran have played six games in this championship. Four of them they kept a clean sheet against Balignan. They conceded a goal from a penalty with five or six minutes to go when they were seven or eight points up. That's good as it's as close sheet. as you can get to a clean sheet. Yeah, they didn't yeah. concede a goal from up play against Lavi. Fair enough, they, they conceded two goals, but that's a long time ago now. So that suggests to me that that Castran are pretty stingy at the back when it comes to giving up goals. The Gales are going to go for goal again, no doubt about it. That's what they'll be doing all year. And well, is it? I was just coming to that point. Is it a trait of Geo, the, the master of goal scoring? We've seen Beltor with down through the years when Geo was over them, goal scoring, and now Calvin Gales goal scoring. It's it seems to be a trait that he brings to teams. Yeah, he's playing or managing. I never thought of that. The phrase I used was that the, that goals are the poison in their bite because they'll clamp down on you. But the goals of what will kill you. They imagine a dog that's got that's got his jaw wrapped around your leg. They, it's the goals that really sink in and do the damage and tear you apart. So that's very interesting about Jason. Yeah, sure. There was never as good a goal scorer in this county going back to maybe to Joe Stafford in the forties. Mm-hmm. So definitely, there's probably something in that. Of course, even if they say forewarned, uh, forewarned is forearmed. Even even though Casrahan, I'm sure know all this. That's not to say that they can stop the Gales getting goals. It's easier said than done. Now, the only the only other thing is Martin Dunn hasn't been scoring many goals in this championship. I'm not sure has he scored. He might have scored one goal in this championship. Paul O'Connor has got three. Mm. O'Connor's a brilliant goal scorer. Like I remember coming on for Cavan McKenna Cup last year, scoring two brilliant goals. O'Connor is a, is a class goal scorer. Even with Cavan under twenty ones, he always got goals and juniors and things Junior like that. All Ireland final. He's a class. He's a really quality goal scorer. Paul O'Connor has no real experience in the county final. Like I remember back in, in uh, the Balignac game, he started the county final in 2013. I think that was his first county final to start. It, I'm, I'm for sure of it, in fact, because he didn't start in 2011. He was a bit young that time. And um, 12 that weren't in it. 
13 they were in it but Paul went off after after 12 minutes with injury that's right so Paul O'Connor only has 12 minutes of experience he, he's the Gales best goal scorer and he only has 12 minutes of experience playing in the county final where he's going to come up against these cast round backs who have hundreds of minutes of experience so I, I, just, I, to, just to counterbalance he, he has played in the All-Ireland Junior Final you know and scored goals and also on the 21 finals the and everything else you know so occasion I don't think is going to be what will stop Paul O'Connor from from performing no you I know, know. Paul O'Connor's a brilliant footballer yeah. like they are definitely not and trying he's dealt to with high pressure situations is what, what my point is that yeah I don't I don't know if that that'll hold up against him that that he was unfortunate with the injury in, in against Balagna that that ruled him out but he had a good season that year ah, ah he did he did like and like in the, in against Kingscourt he was he was fantastic like but these are all things that if Casaran managed to win it we're going to look back and maybe Paul O'Connor doesn't have his best game they look back and go well you know that was really his first full final yeah, yeah, like yeah. and you could see maybe like we've seen county finals pass players by before so there are factors there it's also worth remembering that the Gales lost the final to Balagna when they were 7 to 1 on in in 2013 they were 5 to 1 on no, no, sorry, Kingscourt were 5-1, to one, so the guys were probably 6 or 7-1 to one on in 2010. Because I remember Kevin Kearney in the press box said to me, Kingscourt are 5-1 to one for this, and I said, having a chance. And Kingscourt turned around and beat them. So the Gales have, have been stronger favourites than they are, and have been beaten. The Gales can be beaten in finals. They're 2-1 to one on now, which is a lot shorter. Or, sorry, a lot longer. So, I think, uh, I, I wouldn't I'd say it's 55-45 maybe to, to the Gales. Like, I wouldn't say it's a 50-50 game. If everything goes to plan, but if I think if if Kassaran, uh, keep a clean sheet, you know maybe that tilts it there. Maybe it's fifty five forty five Kassaran, and that's why I went for Kassaran by one point. I did put a lot of thought into it, but uh, you know it could all be thrown out the window. I think it's going to be very low scoring. I think that Kingscourt lumped lots of high ball in uh, on Joe Dillon in the semi final. <coughs> the Gills dealt with it brilliantly, and Niall Murray was exceptional. So if Kassaran have learned a lesson from that, even though they have a, a good aerial ball winner in Sean Brady. They'd be well advised not to just start lumping ball in top. Especially of since Cavan Gales have relocated Niall Murray to full back to stop that threat. Now, as I said to, I'm not sure if I said it in the interview that we're going to hear with Jason O'Reilly, but Crushal had done them a favour by exposing that weakness in their full back line that the aerial ball was causing problems. Niall Murray shored that up. I can't imagine Castlerahan trying the same while Niall Murray is in there. The only thing that that would that would kind of come to my head is. Niall Murray is the natural fit to man Marquis and Mackey. So Key and Mackey's not going to stand on the square and fight for aerial balls. That's for sure. He's going to go running looking, which brings Niall Murray out of that spot, which then exposes Cavan Gale's weakness to the high ball. Do they then put Sean Brady on that area? I think that the the Castlerahan attack can look at it in a few different ways that regard regarding where Cavan Gale set up their defence. Castle Rahan can then try to pull strings a different way. Have Cavan Gales got somebody else other than Niall Murray that's capable of marking Key and Mackey? That's the big question there. That's the big question, yeah. That's the big question. And Mackey's going to be so important to Castle Rahan's game plan. But I think if, if Castle Rahan aren't lumping high ball in the top of Sean Brady, that means they're, go- they're going to be running the ball. And the funny thing is, the Gales are forcing them then to run the ball. But running the ball is the game that suits Castle Rahan. So the, ga- the game won't necessarily... Well, I I think it does. I think it does. I think it, I think they've more runners than than in ball winning inside forwards myself. Yeah, but the, where where Castleran have been making and this is just an opinion of mine. Where Castleran have stopped getting over, stopped from getting over the line over the last few years has been that they run the ball. They've been using hand passing and trying to run it instead of 
playing that ball up early into the space for Oshin O'Connell, for Key and Mackey to get a one-on-one or even a, a 2v3 situation that they can exploit the speed that they have. This year, I think they've been trying to get that ball up into that forward line a bit quicker, which I think has suited them. Now, I know you have the stats to prove that they haven't scored as much as they did last year, um, but I still think that, that in general... If you can get Kia Mackey in space, I don't think there's anybody that can really stop him. And that's that's what Castellan need to do. And Ushin O'Connell can offer the same. And not, yeah, I agree. An awful lot depends on Ushin O'Connell because uh, he fits the profile of a man who could score one, three, four, five mm-hmm, points maybe. Yeah. And th- there aren't... There are, definitely, if you're picking out players who have potential to, to put up a big individual tally, there's more of them on the Gales team. Like, and you could yeah. see Andy Graham turn around and maybe get one, two, three points. Mickey Link could get you a few points. Martin Dunn, surely. Martin Dunn has scored 131 in this championship. 19 points of that came from frees and 245s. So um, Martin Dunn has scored 110 from play in uh, six matches. So it's not a huge return for a player of his quality. But so Then Shawnee Johnson has scored... Shawnee Johnson has scored... I don't have it in front of me, but it's it's, it's very high. close to what Martin Dunn has scored, and yeah. it's all from play. Yeah. So I, I think he's got he's definitely in the twenties in points, um, yeah. and it's all from play. So he's he's chipping him a lot. Like he got I think he got six from play against Lacken. He's chipping him a lot. Now if you look at the goals, now this is interesting as well. So the guys got one goal against against Lacken, three against Arva, two against Rammer, none against Goodhill as we said, one against Crushlaw, and two against Kingscourt. Listen to the Arva goal or the Castrahan goal tally: zero two one zero zero. So the goal threat, even though even though Castellan are playing more attacking, and I think we all they're definitely trying to play more attacking. Talking to Paul Smith and Ronan Flanagan for interviews, they they said yeah they are trying to play more attacking, but they both stressed to me that they don't think there's a massive tweak in the style, but they accepted that they are it, it is tweaked a little bit toward, more towards attacking. But they're not getting goals and coming into championship finals in other years they've been getting bagfuls of goals like they've only got in six games four of them they didn't get a goal. And the funny thing you talk about. The advantage of when Calvin Gales get a goal that they they can then their confidence comes up and they can run off a few scores straight after again to really kick the team when when they're when they're vulnerable and the opposite to that is when uh, I seen against Crushalaw especially when Crushalaw got the goals it it wasn't just three points because it knocked the wind out of Calvin Gales that they didn't really score for the next while they missed opportunities that you'd expect them to score and. While the goal has a massive positive effect that they score, the goal that they concede has a massive negative effect more than the three-point tally in either way. So it'll be interesting to see. You'd have to think back, though, to the semi-final. Castellan didn't create a lot of goal-scoring chances, and I'm not sure... No, they didn't. When Sean Brady was, was dealt with well on the square... I think that that gets rid of the goal threat that they have. Yeah, I think that if they're to get a goal, it might be a penalty or something like that. The Gales, though, ha- have coughed up a few go- a few goals. Like they let in two against Lacken, one against Rammer. Fair enough, it was in the very last minute of the game from sub. Uh, two against Coodhill, three against Crushlaw, none against Kingscourt. The Gales are, are, are conceding a few goals there, more goals than Castrahan. It's, it's very finely poised, but I think that it's going to come down to who gets the goal. I, th- I think it is and I, I think if Castellan can get a goal and keep a clean sheet Castellan will, will win in my opinion if the Gales can get a goal the Gales will win I think it's whoever gets gets a goal is going to win this game and I think it's going to be low scoring it's it's also worth noting the only the only other game as we said that the Gales didn't get a goal was the Coodhill game and Kevin Kearney covered the game for us I looked at his report during the week and he said he Coodhill played with 8 defenders that day, the Cudhill were, were terribly defensive that day, almost too defensive. They only scored two five, mm, and for, for a fluently attacking team. Yeah, but you know, 
so Castrahan might take a leaf out of that book and might play very defensive. They might revert the type in the final. They're going to have to be a little bit more adventurous probably to win it. It reminds me of boxing. You know, if you if you want to, if it's a draw in boxing, the champion keeps his belt. And there's a reason for that because you have to go and you have to take it off the champion. And the Gales aren't the champions, but they are the kingpins in recent years. So Castrahan are going to have to take it off them. Really, like that's why the girls are favourites. Mm. So Castrahan are going to have to seize the day. They're going to have to be a little bit more adventurous than they were last year, especially when they were five one up against Rammer in the replay. But I, I think it's there for them, and I think uh, I'm going to t- I'm going to stick with my prediction. Castrahan well, by we'll, a point. We'll, we'll come back to your prediction in a second. We're going to run round and get the views from the camps uh, from Cavan Gales and Castlerahan. We'll start with Castlerahan, and here's the captain Ronan Flanagan. Ronan, I suppose it's it's very familiar territory, but very much looking for a different outcome than the last few times you've been there. Yeah, uh, we've been there for the last last few years. Ideally, you want to bring it home, you know, the pub stuff. Because it's um, familiar territory, but we have to get across the line. Yeah, look at at, at this year, you, you brought in, there was a new management team put in place. Um, a lot of a lot of experience within that management team. Anthony Ford obviously served a long time with Terry Highland at under-21 and uh, senior level at County Donald Kyogre, next Cavan manager, brought in then Jimmy Higgins, who was part of the the Cavan management team this year. So th- there, there's really been no stops pulled to to make sure that this year you get over the line. No, um, the lads have put in great effort uh, as managed team, so they have them in, in in good shape, I suppose. And yeah, no, there's definitely no, no stone left unturned with them. When you look back on 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 last year and compare it to this year, last year Paul Smith. Uh, picking up an injury was was a big loss to you going in you seem to have a full clean bill of health you've got Sean Brady back David Ritt Paul Smith Porrick Smith and then the addition of Ushin Kiernan as well do, do you feel that the Castlehan panel is stronger than it's ever been? Yeah Paul was a big last year probably was our best player last year before he broke his leg um, but yeah no, we've, I suppose them lads you named are, are back and uh, the panel is probably is there a difference between Castlerahan of the last few years and Castlerahan of this year? Because from from looking at it, you seem to be there is a difference going forward. There's there's a lot more kicking being deployed, and and you seem to be penetrating opposition a, that bit easier. Although the semi final was a low scoring game. Yeah, um, probably it's different philosophies. Michael, um, so his philosophy and Donald is his, and um, not much different in the personnel. Really, it's just. Was it maybe a little bit different approach um, in, in what we're trying to do? But uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's hard to know when you're actually playing. Maybe there is a difference when you're, when you're watching from the sideline. Looking at the opposition going forward this weekend, you're coming up against Calvin Gales, who have a lot of experience in some of the older players, but some of the younger players mightn't necessarily have that experience of getting Calvin Gales over the line or even off a championship final day. Yeah, they, they, have, a, they have a lot of experience. Um, a lot of their lads have won an awful lot of titles, and that's. Definitely, I don't really know much about them. I know more Sunday. You know an awful lot more Sunday. All right. Well, as well, Ronan, look at it. It's it, it's the one medal that has eluded you so far in, in your career. You, you've picked up every single Division One medal. What would it mean for you to get over the line this weekend? I'd be massive, massive, brilliant just to, to get over the line. Not just myself personally, but for the, the group of lads that we tried, as you said, we tried for for years here now, and these um, guys Sunday will be a different result. Brady's Arva Limited, main dealers for Volkswagen cars and commercial vehicles, have been serving the needs of the motoring community in Cavan, Longford, Leitrim, Monaghan, Mead and the surrounding counties for over 50 years. A family-owned and family-run business, Brady's are famous for their long association with the GAA. 
If you're looking for a new or used car or commercial vehicle, check out Brady's Arva Limited. They provide an unrivaled sales and after-sales service and are open six days a week. Brady's Arva Limited. Get on the winning team today. See www.bradysarva.ie for more details. Yeah, and so earlier in the week, I caught up with uh, star forward for Cavan and for Castle and Key and Mackey. Key and County Final, it's it's no new territory for you. You're well used to these occasions. Ah, uh, yeah, we're it's a third year in a row now in County Finals, but uh, every time you get to a County Final, it's it's a good achievement, you know. So we're happy to be there and and happy to be at the occasion. Yeah, look, looking at the occasion, new opponents this time round. You had Kingscourt, you had Cast, or you had uh, Rammer United. Now it's Cavan Gales. But I suppose back in two thousand and eleven, was it? You, you played them in that county final. Different looking team, though now. A uh, different looking team. Yeah, they give us a good clipping in uh, two thousand and eleven. All right, but uh, uh, the way the championships going now, every year there's there's different teams coming up and, and contending. You know, so it's great to see. Cavan Gales coming back as strong as they ever are, and and ourselves we're still champing away trying to trying to get our first. But loads of teams are coming forward, so we have to cherish the moment when we're there. You know. Yeah, I suppose keep moving forward. This year, you look at your panel in comparison to last year, the addition of maybe uh, Porrick Lukey, Ushin Kieran, and Paul Smith as well coming back from injury. You're an awful lot better, Sean Brady. I know he played a bit last year towards the the end, but he wasn't at full tilt. He's at full tilt this year. Yeah, it's good. It's good to get the lads back that were injured and and lads away and in Australia and stuff like that. But uh, we lost Shane McSweeney as well. He he went back down to Kerry. He was a massive loss to us too. But look, at, it's it's whoever's there on the day. You know, some of them boys could could go off injured in the first ten minutes. Mm. It, it it could easily happen. You know, so whatever fifteen is on the field is just going to have to work hard and and hopefully we'll be able to turn over the gales. Yeah, and I suppose look, looking at Cavan Gales, they they have a lot of ways that they can hurt you up front. They've they've Johnny Johnson, obviously Mickey Ling, Paul O'Connor, Martin Dunn, just to name a few. You know, it's going to have to be a good tight display at the back. Oh, definitely. They've they've six forwards that have all played senior inter county football. You know, so that just says it all. Mm. And uh, the Gales in a final are, are a different proposition than than anyone else, maybe. But uh, look, at we're, we're we're happy to be where we are. You know, and a final on on the day anything can happen. So we're just going to go in and positive thoughts, and and hopefully we'll be able to get the job done. Yeah, quick word about the new management team. They've come in and brought a massive amount of passion and, and I suppose Anthony Ford and Donald Kyogen especially, you know that they're going to give you absolutely everything. Ah, yeah, the two boys now, they've been outstanding, you know, and, and Michael before was, was was very good, you know, and we, we've got Donald and, and Fordy and, and they're as hungry as we are to, to try and, and get silverware, but it's it's all done by Donald and Fordy now. It's up to the players now come Sunday, so they've done what they could do and, and, and Ivers as well, you know, so it's all up to the players now to, to get the job done. Yeah, and I suppose the, the final thing, you're going for the senior championship medal, the only one that eludes you, you know, how... how Happy would you be come Sunday evening six o'clock if you have that medal? Oh, very happy man. But it's it's all right been happy and talking about it, but getting it is is a wee bit of a different story. But uh, look at Sunday; it's a while away yet. But come Sunday evening, hopefully we'll be smiling faces around Valley Gym stuff. Switching over now to the Cavan Town side, and I stayed with the the County Stars. I caught up with uh, Tally's man going for his tenth medal. It's Shawnee Johnston. Shawnee, I suppose. Another championship final. You're you're well used to these occasions, but looking at uh, looking at the bigger picture, you're going for your tenth medal. It'll, it'll be some achievement. Yeah, I suppose we're uh, 
we're looking forward to Sunday, Damien, and it's another final, I suppose, that looked unexpected from where we came from, I suppose, last year. We, we nearly dropped down, uh, level down to intermediate. We were lucky enough to get out of uh, against Ballyhays that day. So um, I suppose we started at the beginning of the year trying to, you know, get back to uh, where we had been in years previous, and we've been lucky enough to, to get back to the final on Sunday. Yeah, looking back to last year, maybe sometimes to, it has to go wrong to reset the button, but in, in hindsight now, it, it, it may have been a positive to have got lads to go a bit of soul searching and, and, and dig deep themselves. Yeah, I think we all had to have a look at ourselves after last year, all the players, and um, wonder, I suppose, did we put in the required effort? And I suppose when we started at the beginning of this year, we put the heads down, and I suppose we really focused on the league from the start, and we got off to a good start with that, and that was give us confidence back winning matches again. And um, we've been lucky enough to go on a bit of a run this year, so um, like I said, it's just great to be back in another final. Yeah, looking at the management, Jason Riley with with Chesty and and Carl Karate, they're seem to be obviously three very passionate men, two two club men, but Jason has brought something different. Ah, yeah, Joe's Joe. I think anyone that knows him. Uh, I wouldn't say anyone would have a bad word to say about Joe. So he's a real good way with players, and um, you know treats everyone really, really well. And I think the players have a lot of respect for him as they do uh, the two boys that are with him. You know, Carl and Eamon have been there and done it. So anything they say, I suppose people live off that. And uh, we're very lucky with uh, with the team that we've put together this year. So um, yeah, it's been all positive so far. I was saying to Jason a wee bit earlier on. Uh, you know, it's been pretty amazing run that you've been injury free the whole team pretty much has been injury free for a long time Stephen Murray's come back now there's real competition for places yeah I think we're, we've kind of I suppose pride ourselves on we have a very strong squad and we usually use maybe 20-21 players so we have full faith in all of those players that they can uh, perform when they're asked to perform and whatever whether they get full game or 20 minutes or 10 minutes that they're going to make some type of positive impact for us and I think ben, the bench has come on and really helped us out in, in, in the knockout stages of the championship yeah, quarter final out in Corner Fane. I was at that game and Crushlaw asked some questions, maybe conditions and everything, but it, it was maybe something that was needed because it looked like it was going exceptionally well while the Cruthill game was a bit of a blip. Yeah, Crushlaw, I think they're you know, they're gonna be there thereabouts for the next few years. They're a real up and coming team and they're you know, I think uh Darrow's over them, he has them going really well. Um, and they asked real questions of us. I think we were maybe a point down with a few minutes to go, and I suppose that's the character you need for for a team that's that's uh, looking to win championships and competing at the top level. And um, a few of the boys dug it out, and we we got out of Corner Fane, and then we set our set our stalls on for Kingscourt, and probably played a bit better that day. And we'd be hoping to improve on our performance again on Sunday. Yeah, Breffney Park suits Calvin Gales. I think everybody would agree with that. But looking at Castle Rahan a wee bit, they're in the third final in a row. Um, they have a lot of a lot of strong players that can make a huge impact. It should be a stronger panel than it was last year up in Castle Rahan too. Yeah, I think they're in their third final in a row, so obviously they're going to be uh, very very competitive and going to be coming down on Sunday to win as we're going to be coming on Sunday to win. So look, it make has the makings of a really good game. There's two very good footballing sides there, and you know we're going in with a good bit of confidence with the way we're performing this year. But we know we know it's going to be very very tough, and uh, we know we're going to have to perform to probably better than we've performed all year. But you know that's the task for us now and for our young team to see can we get a performance on the big day, and hopefully that'll be enough to see us through. Romar Energy offer the best energy solutions for your home and business. We offer A-rated condensing boilers for gas and oil, solar thermal water heating systems and cost-effective systems for generating heat. So if you want us to help you cut your fuel bill by 50%, check out romarenergy.ie. 
Romar Energy, working towards a greener planet. And finally, from the Cavangale side, I caught up with the ex-Bill Torbett man, or maybe still Bill Torbett man, but Cavangale's manager, Jason O'Reilly. You were always good for a goal when you were playing. I suppose looking at this game at the weekend, Cavan Gales have been have been doing well up front. Goals are going to be crucial, maybe. Yeah, I suppose goals win matches and that. And it's been lucky enough the last couple of games we've got a few and that. And uh, I suppose if Castle Rahan get the same opportunity, they'll be taking their goals as well. And I suppose goal leader for either team on Sunday could be, make the difference. Yeah, could do. Looking, um, have you a clean bill of health? You, you've you've gone through the championship relatively injury free so far. Yeah, we've I suppose worked hard on it. Uh, I suppose before I took over, it was about uh, you'd always hear about the gales and injuries and that. So it was one thing I wanted to kind of get right when I went in, uh, keep them injury free and that. And uh, we we have been lucky now. In fairness, so we have and here. Yeah, so far so good it has worked out alright for us but uh, in fairness the boys themselves have worked hard to keep themselves injury free Yeah, I suppose you, you say you've been lucky but the harder you work the luckier you get in it and, and you've worked very very hard this year it's it's near on the perfect season you haven't been beaten so so far in 2017 so you're looking to, to complete the compliment but it, it's taken an awful lot of effort to turn it around from a team that was in a relegation playoff last year to now going an entire season without being beaten or very close to? Yeah, I suppose uh, they don't come a bad team overnight and that, and I suppose with relegation and that, last year might have been an eye-opener for them and that. Uh, they've come back this year stronger and more hungrier and that, and I suppose it was getting them to believe in themselves that they weren't that bad and that, and that they are all good, gen- good footballers and they had some... I suppose county experience at some stage uh, within their career and that and it's about pushing on and that but I suppose the way we look at it is uh, one game at a time and uh, like we haven't really we didn't set the goal out at the beginning of the year uh, to win the senior so we didn't uh, it was just about getting our own house and other our own performances and other go one game at a time yes it was in the background all the time what we wanted to do but it wasn't really mentioned until nearly in the middle of the season Right, and, and looking, you talked back at the start of the season, I thought, and I've said it a few times, a, a really good stroke was the the, the inclusion of Carl Karate and, and particularly Eamon Riley to your backroom team. It meant that your Dublin players were being well looked after, which which was a huge advantage for the rest of the year. Yeah, oh, it definitely is. Uh, I suppose a uh, happy team is a, is a good team, you know. Mm-hmm. So I suppose that Carl and Chesty here, they're legends of the club and uh, they have been there. They've, they've walked the walk, talked the talk and they have done it and the players uh, look up to them and that. Uh, Carl was there last year with the Division 4 team so he was a good help. Chesty had played with them as well. So I suppose my task was to try to go in and see who plays well where and that kind of thing and Carl kind of brought that to it and with Chesty up in Dublin training the Dublin ones it meant that they weren't three hours in a car again you talked about injuries and that and you have to look at a three hour uh, round trip really up to Dublin there could be pressure at work trying to get out work's being affected to come down train probably not concentrating on the training they're at and back up the road worried about work the next morning I didn't want that I wanted them to be prepared the best they can and here it has worked well for us so far 
Yeah, it definitely has. Looking looking ahead to this weekend, um, getting back into Kingsman Breffney has suited you. You, you. When you got out of it, it looked like Cavan Gales had wobbled just a wee bit, but semi-final display against Kingscourt was was very convincing. You'd be looking for more of the same on Sunday. Yeah, definitely. I suppose with the games we had out of Breffney Park, it was kind of a, an eye-opener. Uh, we could see a lot of weak, weak things in that, and I suppose that's the time to get it. It looked worse. If we were in Kings uh, Kingspan all the time playing and maybe coming up against Kingscourt and then seeing all these problems when it was too late, but at least we got to rectify them uh, for the semi-final. Uh, Crushelaw put us to the pin of the collar, same with Coothill and Drew with us and that. And, you know, I suppose we, we took a lot of positives out of it, but again, we could work on the negatives as well. And here it was about our own performance again and that and with Kingscourt and that we, we knew where they were strong we knew where their, their weaknesses were and I suppose it was up to us to uh, I suppose get the best out of our team that would punish them the most yeah and finally just to 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 sum it up first year involved with Cavan Gales what would it mean to you to win a, a senior championship you never won one as, as a footballer yourself unfortunately with Beltorbe but to be a manager and bring this Gales team back to the top I, I presume it would be a, a real joyous occasion Ah yeah here I enjoy working with the fellas I enjoy playing again them and we knocked lumps of each other we often laugh Carl and Chesty and that or any time Chesty used to get a chance at all I'd get a clip or if he didn't get me Carl would get me so here yeah, but I'd still always great time you have to admire uh, the club themselves and that and uh, what they're after giving Cavan for the last 10 years championship ways and that and like the work hard for it and that and I suppose me as a player with Bill Torbett and that and trying to get that just that one medal uh, I suppose uh, come Sunday if I, if I got uh, be the winning manager of the team like Cavan Gales here I'd be still very proud OK so Paul now you've heard all of the the, the, the four lads and um, I suppose now we, we'll come to prediction time and, and you know you said earlier on you're back in Castle Rahan, or you did in the Celt, and you've had a couple of days to reflect on your decision and, and really ponder over it and had a few more people try to influence you one way or the other. But um, Friday evening here, we, we sit in studio. Do you stick with your Castle Rahan by a point? Yeah, I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. There's no point changing now. Um, although I could cover all the bases and I tip one in the Celt and the other one in the podcast. <laughs> but I'm going to stick with Castle Rahan by a point. I've been that before, so you have. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I definitely have. Um, Look, I, yeah, I'm going to stick with that. I think uh, it's their chance. You know, I didn't think Mayo would win the All-Ireland Final. There was an awful lot of people. It's very hard to talk with Cass Rahan without mentioning Mayo because they're so similar in their profile and trying to win it and drawing finals and losing by a point and things like that. You know, they they have to avoid what caught Mayo in the trap, which was this absolute desperate yearning for success that was going on among the Mayo supporters. There were interviews in the national papers and on the radio before the game where Mayo former players and people they openly wept and they talked about people went to their grave and never saw Mayo win the, win the, the All-Ireland you have to avoid that it's a game of football at the end of the day and I have a, a handball match tomorrow as you mentioned <laughs> and I, it, it, it's hard, it is hard like, yeah. and I, I'm operating at a, a much lesser level than a county final um, but it, it is hard all, to ignore all, the all the environment around the game still influences the game as much as you try to block it out and, and, and 
get rid of external factors it still influences ah, it does of course it does like and like for our handball match tomorrow whether we we win or lose it um, I know that if it was a thing that there was thousands of people yearning for this and almost like redemption for my tribe here and like people like my father doesn't want to go to his grave until you win that it would be just so much pressure like and I think cats around need to avoid falling into that trap as well go out and play the game it's a game of football and and try and win it but don't let it let it be any more than it is when it becomes a quest like that it gets more difficult and and to prove that I'll say look at the Cavan team if it, if it gets easier why have, why why are Cavan no closer in the wear to actually winning something every year you get there or every year you try and fail it gets harder it doesn't get easier and you know, when you come so close, in fact, when you come so close, it gets harder. Maybe when you, when you bottom out, it's easier because you can dismiss it. When you come so close, it gets harder and the pressure is heaped up and the expectation. So Casarahan are going to somehow need to block all that out. Whereas most of these Cavagales lads have county medals. Yeah, the funny thing is I break that. I'd like to go through that in my head. If it, and, and again, this is just off the top of my head, but Kieran Flynn never played in the county final before, even though he's... I think he's 60 years of age by this stage. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only slagging with Flinney, but first first county final, 33 years of age. So no experience of the day, okay? Now, Kieran's a relaxed character, I'm sure he'll be grand, but going through it, did Dara Sexton play county final before? I don't think so. He might have come on, yes. maybe come on back then. Look, Fortune, definitely not. Um, Kevin Meehan. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. He, he did. He played in 2011. He was a forward that year. He that's was excellent. Right, yeah. That's right, that's right. Halfback Levi Murphy has experience of it. Barry Fortune, did he play? Not that sure. I don't think so. Now I think he'd be. Might have played. And I'd say he probably played in twenty fourteen. All right. So, but okay. So you're you're still talking. Then the other wing halfback is oh well. Niall Murray has has played before. But going into the forward line, Paul Graham. I don't think started in two thousand and fourteen. No. Andy Graham. Well, uh, Robert Maloney Derham. Yeah, he was on twenty eleven. Um, yeah, but the big, the big, the big um, experience so, is so the Mickey point, Ling and Shawnee Johnson. Like oh yeah, have, but, but the point is that I would say there's going to be more players on the Gales team starting that have no experience of a county final than there will on Crush on Castle Rahan. Yeah, yeah, you could you be know, right. That's an interesting the, take on it. Experience is positive or negative. It's still the experience of the of the day of the build up of the march of the of the band of the of the flags of the bunting of the pats on the back. All that, you know. Now, who knows how that some players that affects in a very positive way that it lifts them up and they play 10% better than they have been playing some players it knocks them down and they carve into their shell and get away you don't know how they're going to get on to that environment Castle Rahan I think have the advantage in experience personally overall now I think obviously the Calvin Gales lads the older lads have the advantage of winning county finals which is a different experience but I, I a week ago or a week and a half ago I was I was 90% sure Calvin Gales they're, they're going to win this as we get closer to it I'm I'm wavering a wee bit from speaking with, with, with a few Castle Rahan lads there's a confidence there that they believe in themselves which they should do now the Calvin Gales lads believe in themselves very much as well but I'm just I'm I'm not as confident as I was. I I literally was I couldn't see how Castleran were going to beat this Gales team a week ago. And as we get closer to it, I can see that there's potential for the uh, for Castleran to win this game now. So I'm I don't know I'm, I'm torn. And 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 on top of that, 
not to be bragging here, but I got the two county finals right so far, and I'm kind of saying to myself, well, "Hold on, hold on, hold on." Did you tip Bally McHugh last week? Yes, I did indeed. Do you want me to t- take out the tip? <laughs> did you? I did. I did. I tipped Bally McHugh. I said Bally McHugh have form and how drum All right, okay. Drum well, yeah, no, you definitely tip uh, Shercock, yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I have two out of three so far. As in, or sorry, two out of two so far, and I want to make a three out of three. So I don't know which way I'm going to fall. I'm call it one word. One word. I can't call it in one word because I'm going to call Calvin Gales. <laughs> well, you could have said Gales. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and, and I mean, I genuinely mean, I, I, I think it's going to be close, and I, I there's no surprise in this. Kind well, of if Ka- if Casran are to win, s- some player is going to have to stand up and score. Uh, at least four points or the equivalent, one one or, or four points, I think. And that player has to be someone other than Kiyamaki yeah. who's gonna get you a certain amount of scores from freeze and play anyway. The, it, the, I don't think they can win it unless that happens. It might be Sean Brady, it might be Ocean O'Connell, it might be Rona Flanagan. Ocean Kieran and whoever Yeah, whoever it is. Some, if someone does that and if they can get a goal, they can win it. But uh that's that's just what it comes down to. I think, and an awful lot's going to come down to the experienced players on the Gales side as well, like like uh, Johnston, like going for his tenth medal. He he was. I was just going to bring that up now. On 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 one side, you've Shawnee Johnston going for his tenth medal. I think Mickey Ling is going for his ninth, which is another amazing achievement there. Um, so yeah, you have you have on one side going for those massive numbers of medals. You have on the other side Ronan Flanagan and Kean Mackey looking to complete. Every Division One medal that there is, every top medal that there is in Cavan, from under twelve right through to senior league, they've won every Division One medal that there is. The only one they're missing is the Oliver Plunkett. So you have you have either Shawnee Johnston or Rona Flanagan, Key and Mac. Someone's going to make history. Ah, unbelievable history! Like that's that's just amazing stuff. So I don't know has the ten been done. Uh, Sean Byers and 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 uh, there was a, Dennis King was it from Crush from Crush Law, the seven year old team. Did, they might have ten because they they won in. I actually met Sean Byers yesterday and he was telling me, uh, so I should remember. But they they were all on the seven in a row, but they, which started in the mid sixties. But I think they also won in fifty eight. They have either nine or ten, so ten might be a new record. Oh, sorry, you had fellas back on the current fan team back in the forties, but a new will say. Post-ball record, as I say in soccer, but definitely record of the last fifty years. So because yeah. the Kingscourt lads, I think got eight. Joe Dillon and those fellas, uh, Jim Riley and them, I think they got eight. Um, the Gowner got seven championships, so I'm sure there's a few Gowners with seven. And the likes of uh, Chesty Riley and those boys, maybe Chesty has nine. I think he could have because yeah. he he came on in his first Cormac final. Nelligan has yeah. nine as well. They probably have nine. So ten is probably going to be a new high water mark if if the guys can achieve it. But look at. Best of luck to everyone involved. At I'm minimum, looking forward to it. At minimum, he'll be the only Gales man with ten. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <At minimum. laughs> it'll be some achievement, but either way, yeah. Best, best of luck to both teams. It's a mouthwatering uh, challenge ahead for both teams. That that I think the occasion itself should be absolutely brilliant in Kingspan Breath. Before we go, we call the scorelines. I'm under go- God. Are you mad? I'm going to say it's going to be. Uh, I'm going to say it's going to be one nine, one nine to eleven points to Casaran. I'm 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 pausing because I can't I to think of a scoreline I think actually I think Calvin Gales will hit around 13, 13 14 points so I'll say I'll say thirteen points thirteen points to possibly I I think actually Castron could get a goal and and still lose thirteen points to one eight I'll, I'll call just there you go you heard it here first folks again I, that that's just plucking it out of the sky so look at folks uh, 
Throw in is at three thirty PM in Kingspan Breffney. Um get onto the We Are Cavan Listen Live page. We'll we'll have the commentary coming through Northern Sound um on the Listen Live page. Wanna wish them both the very best of luck. Uh, don't forget to check out our other podcasts, uh, the one earlier on this week where we were looking back over the intermediate and junior finals from last weekend and also our new podcast, We Are Old We Are Offaly, We Are Mead, We Are Ulster, We Are Handball. Um, we're, we're delighted to be bringing you all those podcasts and let us know what you want us to cover on next week's show because we had a lot of very interesting uh, tweets and texts coming from people who were listening into the podcast earlier in the week where we brought up the anomaly about the uh, about the All-County Football League um, a lot of people expressing their opinions on that and how in other divisions other than Division 3 that, that, that I was mentioning that there are a lot of injustices going on because of the time of year that, they, that the league has been finished so I see the County Board have brought out an email um, asking for people's contributions towards the the 2018 fixture master fixture plan, so um, you know it's something it's something that clubs can have an influence on and can have a say on. So let us know the the topics that you want us to discuss here on the McAvoy Super Value GA podcast. We are Cavan Podcast because Cavan's not just a place; it's a people. <laughs>